Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, you found us. Congratulations. Where you kill, you'll hear no rap, no hard rock, no sleepy elevator music. 1099, The Big Frog. The only station beyond the bandwidth of your FM digital dial. You ever listen to a station that, that does the no rap, no hard rock, no sleepy elevator music? Uh, I don't listen to FM radio at all. Yeah. Really? I think they stopped saying that kind of stuff because oh. I think they realized at some point, maybe we should not talk about the things we don't do. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, that's a program director 101. Huh? Yeah. Yes. Because maybe there are some people that like rap and they're listening for it and don't realize that you don't play it. So quit telling them you don't play it. <laughs> maybe there's some people that like hard rock and you've just told them you're not going to play it. They're never going to hear it on your on your channel. So otherwise you just keep them guessing? Yeah. Maybe maybe the next yes. set will yes. a mega death. It's just like the request thing. The all request lunch hour. Give us a call right now. We'll play your favorites. So it's been a morning of Celine Dion and Elton John, but I'm holding out for some Metallica. Right. And maybe it'll come up next. But don't tell you know, them. You just it, don't know. Don't be definitive, man. <laughs> <laughs> Leave them guessing. All right. Still uh, just such a lot going on. Um, first of all, yesterday, I guess, was once again uh, the biggest day as far as deaths are concerned for COVID. Over 4,000. 4,000 deaths in a day. But also, and have you heard this anywhere? COVID hospitalizations are way down. Today, uh, so yesterday, marked two weeks of declining COVID-19 hospitalizations in the U.S. 14 days without going up. Uh, And that's according to The Atlantic. Mm. That super, super conservative publication, The Atlantic. Uh, Case numbers, too, are declining. And uh, the seven-day case average is down a third since its peak on January 12th. That day, the count of current hospitalizations was 131,326. Now it's down to 108,957. So that's the first significant decline since September 21st. Wow. So, I mean, there are some bright spots here, and nobody's talking about it, of course. Except the Atlantic, which is really strange that they've even mentioned it being the progressive publication that they are uh i guess new york is still floundering a bit two weeks ago 8926 people in in were hospitalized in new york uh yesterday it was 8831 so i mean they're still right around the same area but the trend is starting to head downward. So even in New York, the numbers are starting to get better as far as overall cases. Hmm. Now, because we had the rise in cases for a while, up until two weeks ago, you're going to have some of those people apparently die from that now. So that's what we're experiencing as far as the high death toll. Uh, But once the cases start going down and the hospitalizations start going down, the deaths are going to go down. Yeah, and remember Jeffy's theory how they're changing the cycle threshold um, requirement to even be considered right. a positive case. Right. And then give Right, it, and give that it, happened on Inauguration Day. Right, WHO changed the, the yeah. settings yet again. Yep. Uh, so give it a couple more weeks, and then Biden will come out and say, look, my federal mask mandate worked, even though I don't abide by it. Uh, right. And, and, and it was just encourage greater and greater mandates and lockdowns. And today, today is Healthcare Day. 
um, for the executive orders at the White House. So I'm pretty excited because I, I think he'll probably cure COVID-19 today. Wait, wait. Um, so before cancer? Because he's promised the cancer cure. Yeah, I We're know. still waiting for that. I was still waiting. Yeah. Priorities. That didn't man. happen day one. That would have been a nice thing to do day one. An executive order ending all cancers. How about that? Oh, now that's a bipartisan uh, issue <laughs> yes. that we could hold. Yes, I think we could all get behind that. Republicans, Democrats, socialists, oh. communists, let's all get behind. Yeah, end cancer, day one. Okay. Who wouldn't have supported okay. that one? Uh, pretty sure everybody would have. Man. But he didn't do it. No. Uh, we did get the promise. We haven't had the payoff yet. Uh, so anyway, he's going he's gonna to expand uh, Obamacare today. Bring back the... the uh, the exchange, the marketplace thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's going to be a big deal in February that he's opening all that up again. Oh, it's <laughs> going to go again. It's going to get back to on your taxes where you have to prove that you have health insurance. Where like the last few years, you mm-hmm. haven't had to. Yeah. Trump. Is he going to restore the mandate? Mm-hmm. Is he going to do that? I guarantee it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it's coming back. And do you know that his COVID bill is more expensive than the entire 1981 budget of the United States of America. Okay, that was only 40 years ago. It, it's not like it was ancient. It's not like we're talking about 1902. Right. It was 1981, and the whole budget didn't equal just this $1.9 trillion relief bill that uh, Biden wants Congress to pass right now. $1.9 trillion, Essentially $2 trillion. So what was the entire budget in 1981? $678 billion. Now, that's way below. But when you adjust for inflation, it's uh, $1.895 trillion. And this, uh, this bill is $1.9. Oh, my. <laughs> it's just... I mean, that hit me like a ton of lead yesterday. That is... Of course, a, t- a ton of lead or a ton of feathers is going to hit you pretty much the same way. That's a ton, right? So it's it's going to hurt either way. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going with the feathers, though. I'm just Are gonna, you? Yeah. Yeah. If you had to pick a ton of lead or a ton of feathers, yes. you're going to say, yeah, hit me with the feathers. Yes. But it's still a ton. But it's feathers. It's going to crush you either way. Yeah, but it's <laughs> yeah, feathers. It's just a bigger pile of feathers. Yeah, I mean, maybe... <laughs> It's too early for my brain to yeah. to do this, Pat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm going with the feathers. You okay. can't talk me out of the feathers, All right. man. All right, go with the feathers. <laughs> I doubt that you're going to get hit with either in your lifetime. Okay. But uh, do you, you know, know me? Uh, well, that's true. You, if it's possible to be hit by a ton of bricks or a ton of feathers, <laughs> I'm going to be the guy that you're going to read about yeah. in the papers. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely, Keith Melanek later that day was hit. With one ton of feathers. <laughs> yeah. That's me. That will be me. That's how I'm going to go out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's great. All right. <sighs> so we've got some... Uh, we have some uh, fabulous uh, texts to... Uh, our tweets to take care of from the last couple of days. Oh, from the world's greatest audience? Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. And uh, one of them, this is from uh, uh, an artist uh, too small for me to see. <laughs> Um, Let me see. Flash it at me. Let's it's see. the Spirit Airlines. Or it's asking. Oh yeah, because you did the uh, pilot bit. Yeah, you recall on Monday. Day. Yeah, no. when, when was uh, it? Tuesday. Monday. It's Monday. Monday or Tuesday. The week flies. But yeah, and so I guess Spirit Airlines caught wind of of you impersonating a pilot. Yeah, 
Oh, it's I've seen your hernia. Uh-huh. Uh, tweets, Pat, Spirit Airlines just called. They loved your pre-takeoff speech so much. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that. They decided to hire you. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool, dude. They said that even though you're not a pilot, it's going to save them a bunch of money. <laughs> so... How cool is that? You're in. All right. I like that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, attention, passengers. This is your captain speaking. We at Spirit Airlines understand you have some concerns about our airline. It's been said that Spirit pilots get our licenses out of Cracker Jack boxes. That's <laughs> just not true. Mine actually came from sending in seven box tops of cornflakes boxes. <laughs> so uh, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. So wait, this whole mm-hmm. time just seven just box seven, tops? Seven box tops. Yeah, that'll get you a Spirit Airlines uh, uh, captaincy. I mean, it's pretty good, right? I don't want to fly on that plane, but I want to be the captain now. <laughs> I know. They s- make pretty good money. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about Spirit. They're probably on minimum wage at Spirit, but. Oh, that's going up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, from Pathead Skippy sends us this note from uh, sunny North Platte, Nebraska. This is great. Greetings from North Platte. It's got the trading post there. Yeah. And in the background, you can see, as was, uh, as was mentioned on. More on trivia last yeah, week. we learned a fun fact about North Platte, Nebraska. That's where the Sphinx is located. The, uh, the, the great, look at this. There it is, with the I, nose again, all broken off. And I've just never seen that, and huh. I've driven through there multiple times. You've driven through North Platte a lot? I guess I'm keeping my eyes on the road. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not stopping right. in North Platte. Right. And I guess if I looked off to the side, I could have seen the py- look at <laughs> pyramids, too. Yeah, look at that. I mean. Yeah, looks like the uh, pyramid, like Giza, is there. Yeah, yeah. Huh, all right. So. I, I got to get back. It's kind of cool. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Texas Bizzle uh, tweeted us uh, a little shot of of me with my uh, with yeah. my new mittens. Because you came back from your uh, seal clubbing trip mm-hmm. to Nova Scotia, and there's my uh, new baby seal mittens. They're warm, right? Were knitted for me. Yeah. Oh, and I needed them today. It was 32 degrees when I got in the car today. 32. It was colder than I anticipated. A lot colder than yeah. I anticipated. I thought it was, you know, because it's it's been so weird the last few days. Was it? I think it was Monday. I got in the car. It was sixty-seven degrees. Right. Okay. And I think the temperature went down through the day, but it started at sixty-seven. Yeah. And then you know it's been up and down, back and forth, and then thirty-two this morning. It's. I mean, where did that come from? Right. It has been dressing layers, and I know people in the north right now that are shoveling snow in the driveway. Like, yeah, shut up. I, I know. We got it. But it's just, it has been very strange. Warm days, very strange. cold nights. Yeah. Yes. Uh, news, news junkie doll maker tweets. Uh, I was just re-watching Pat Gray Unleashed and uh, certainly don't remember this part. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, there he is. Look there at that. he is. There's uh, Bernie Ooh. Sanders hanging out with us. <laughs> I missed that too. I mean, this is, yeah. I'm the guy that didn't see a gigantic pyramid on the side of Interstate 80 in the middle of Nebraska. You're not that observant. So I probably missed it when Bernie was camped out right here. I have to admit I missed it too. Okay. uh, That makes me feel better. (laughs) But he was dressed warmly for the studio because it does get cold in here. It does get cold. A little little bit cold. Not as cold as Glenn's studio, but it does get cold. I'm glad we're not on the same uh, thermostat as old Glenn Beck. Because there's been a time uh, in this uh, company's history when my office yeah. has been attached to the studio. And it can get a bit chilly. Oh, yeah. Man, in that studio, the big one that he used to be in, he kept that thing uh, there because there's, I think, three uh, air conditioning blowers because the room is so big. But that that room can get mighty cold. Right. 
like 14, 15 below zero. I think that's the Colder record. than the ice bowl. Sure. Uh, yeah. At Lambeau Field. Right. And like, uh, if that room um, were an official weather station, there would be mm-hmm. no median temperature rise around the globe. It would bring right. it down on average. I'll tell you, in New York, uh, I had my, my, my office was connected to the thermostat that Glenn's studio was down the hall. And I would have to edit all day and uh, oh, yeah. and call screen and all that good stuff. Did you wear a coat? I, I literally, I wore my thick winter coat. Mm-hmm. I left my, my left hand was in a glove. Right hand had a candle here. I would literally warm up my hand on the candle, pull it back to the mouse, edit a little bit, reach my hand back over to the candle. I mean, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> well, it literally gets into the low 50s. Literally into like 58 degrees. That's cold. Yeah. That's pretty cold to work in all day long. Yeah. Uh, also, the woman behind uh, Bernie Sanders' iconic mittens quit making them uh, because high taxes killed her business. That's a, a, What an amazing story. Vermont school teacher who made Bernie Sanders' mittens, the ones that he wore at Inauguration Day that had been so famous, <laughs> uh, she, had to, she said she had to stop making them. After the federal government taxed her too much. Well, then. People have been contacting me thinking they can get mittens, and they actually can't. I don't have any more, and I don't have much of a mitten business anymore because it really wasn't worth it. Mm. Independent crafters get really taken for a ride by the federal government. We got taxed to the nth degree, and it wasn't really worth it pursuing that as a business, even as a side hustle. Well, isn't that interesting, sweetheart, since you uh, were supporting a socialist? kidding. Who, of course, is going to tax you at an incredible rate. Even though Sanders admitted in 2019 he would raise taxes on the middle class to support his Medicare for All plan. Uh, She has shown support for the senator sending him the repurposed sweater mittens in 2016 because she was heartbroken he lost the Democrat nomination. Oh, it's trying to make him feel better. Yeah. I thought I'd make him a pair of mittens, and I did. I totally remember the night I did it. I was thinking to myself, is this crazy? I don't even know this guy. <laughs> but I wanted to make them for him, Aww. so I did. And she Aww. did. Isn't that precious? And she loves Isn't him. that wonderful? And yeah. congratulations, you're now suffering from policies that he supports. <sighs> yep. All right, 888 Let me tell you about Brooker's Founding Flavors ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is my, this is my new favorite brand of ice cream since I've discovered it, what, maybe a year ago. I think they sent the first uh, ice cream to us maybe a year ago. And then last, uh, I guess it was October, that we went up to uh, Utah for my son's wedding and uh, stopped in and had them at the, at the ice cream parlor there and got to experience their, you know, their revolutionary America feel in the, uh, in the parlor. But what is the best part of it, of course... <laughs> Is the ice cream experience? Oh, it is an. Ex- that's it. It is. It's an experience. I tell you, it really is that Madison Crunch. Oh, oh, oh so good. Oh, oh. Uh, it's so creamy. The highest level of creaminess. Uh, highest quality ingredients. They use only the finest stuff. Real vanillas from around the world. Really good chocolate, and it's really high butter fat, which makes it super premium. Uh, this is actually super Doppler premium because it's above <laughs> super premium ice creams um so you should check out their website they have a ton of amazing flavors they can deliver it right to your house in fact their marie antoinette let them eat red velvet cake flavor <laughs> it's perfect for valentine's day 
Go to Brooker's Ice Cream, B-R-O-O-K-E-R-S, icecream.com, brookersicecream.com. Click on the Ship Nationwide tab, brookersicecream.com, and click on the Ship Nationwide tab. Pat Gray. In fact, uh, let, we'll tweet out a link to Brooker's oh, yeah, that's uh, good for idea. you. So, at Pat Unleashed. Pat Unleashed. Yep. Exactly right. All right. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, President Biden going into his uh, health care situation today. We're going to hear uh, all about Obamacare and how he's expanding that, getting ready to bring out the, the Obamacare marketplace again. So, won't that be nice? <laughs> you, be, you can jump right back into that. Uh, if, you, if you've been looking to do that. So he's sticking with the old Obamacare. He's not going with the Bata Health right. Care. Health Bat- care. What, what's it again? Uh, I forget what it Bat- is. I think it's Bata Cath Care. Bata Cath Care. Yeah, so he's sucks. not. Why I think it's a right? It's a right. For people that have Cath Care. D- there you go. Yes. It's, so it's, that a, it's a right. Better or the same as Obamacare? <laughs> I wish I knew. I frankly don't. <laughs> Uh, but, um, you know, you can't legislate through executive orders. He, he has, um, in the past mentioned that, I think, if I'm I not mistaken. I have a strange notion. We are a democracy. Yeah. Some of my Republican friends not, and some of actually, my Democratic no. friends even occasionally say, mm-hmm. well, if you can't get the votes by executive order, you're going to do something. Things mm-hmm. you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. We're a democracy. We need consensus. <laughs> Wait, What? <laughs> okay. Oh, so unbelievable, isn't it? First of all, okay, we're not a democracy. And he says it, what, two times, twice, three times there? Uh, we are not a democracy. But his point is, I can't just, I can't just keep giving out executive orders because uh, that's what dictators do. Executive orders are for, for dictators. But you're probably saying to yourself, okay, yeah, but that was so long ago, Pat. I mean, how do you hold him to that? How old were you last October 15th? Mm. I mean, that was clear back in 2020. I mean, were there dinosaurs? Uh, (laughs) Did bipeds even have an audible language then? Was that the Cro-Magnon man period? It might have been. Or was it before that? Oh, was there a solid land mass on the surface of this planet at the time, or was it still molten lava? Uh, I mean, that was so long ago that uh, I don't think any of us could remember back yeah, that far. These are unanswerable questions. <laughs> that you're... How Seriously, how can you make that statement three months ago and then unleash a torrent of dictatorial executive orders, the likes of which this nation has never seen how do you do it? I, I don't even understand how that's possible. I mean, if you're going to say something like that in October, right before the election, at least wait a year or two before, you know, I mean, so people have forgotten a little bit what you said back then. Yeah, Not only that, you've got Jeez. a Democratic majority in right. the House and Senate. And you can get all this stuff passed. Sure. Through normal channels. And then... Let's not give them any ideas. It's going to be a lot harder to reverse those than an true. executive order maybe in four years, we hope. Very true. So keep doing but, those. I mean, that is unbelievable. Listen to that. Listen to it again. I mean, this is amazing 
when you see what he's done. I have this strange notion. We are a democracy. Some of my no, Republican friends and some of my Democratic friends even occasionally say, even occasionally. well, if you can't get the votes by executive order, you're going to do something. Uh-huh. Things you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. Oh. We're a democracy. We need consensus. Huh. <laughs> uh, aside from the democracy thing, which seriously does bother me a lot. I mean, that's it's just stupidity. You're, we're not a democracy. Why do you, why do people keep? Well, I've told you why they why they keep doing it because it's it's code language for what they're really trying to do to us, and they prove it every day. They prove it every single day. But the other thing to say that it's dictatorial, and then you go ahead and do it more than anybody else has ever done it in this amount of time by a factor of ten, and uh, we're supposed to just say, oh, okay, well, no, that's not dictatorial at all. He's the one who labeled it as such. Anybody talking about it, though? You see it on CNN or MSNBC? They don't care. They love what he's doing. They love it. Just keep it coming. Just keep the dictatorial nonsense coming for us. And uh, let's see if we can just become a socialist country almost overnight. Plus, uh, he had some interesting things to say yesterday about how many Americans are going to get this vaccine. Hmm. Might want to re- relax, Keith. 200 million doses to be delivered this summer. And some of it will come as early, begin to come in early summer, but by the, mid, by the midsummer that this vaccine Are you will talking be about there. And the order, and, 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 and that increases the total vaccine uh-huh. order right. in the United States by 50%. Oh. From 400 million order to 600 million. This what? is enough vaccine. Okay. To fully vaccinate 300 Americans by <laughs> end of the summer, the beginning of the fall. Wait, 300 but Americans? We want to make look. That's but, I want to repeat. Make that look. It'll be enough to fully vaccinate 300 Americans. Uh, <laughs> Un- Unreal. Unreal. I'm just. But he's going to fully vaccinate though those 300 Americans. I'm so those 300 are. Not going to have to worry about the vaccine. Now, to me, that seems like not enough for, for herd immunity. Are, are you among the elect? <laughs> See, hold on. Wait. Oh, no, that's not even all of Congress being vaccinated. If he goes up to 600 million, mm-hmm. is that accurate? Like, is that the part two of the dose? Or are we just like... Yeah, I don't think any of those numbers were accurate. Or is that like a stockpile for next year? Let's see if we can follow it. Okay. Uh, Let's hear it one more time here. We expect these additional 200 million doses to be delivered okay, 200 this million summer. More this and summer. Some of it will come as early, begin to come in early summer, but early by, summer, the, but mid, by the mid-summer, by the mid-summer. this vaccine will be there. Will be there. And the order, yep. and, 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 and that increases the total vaccine okay. order, order in the United States by uh-huh. 50%. Okay. From 400 million order to 600 million. Okay. Okay. Six hundred million by summer, I guess. To fully vaccinate three hundred Americans. <laughs> okay, but by end of the summer, the beginning of the well, fall. He'll correct it's it here. Okay. He'll correct but it. Hang on. We okay. Want to make, yeah. Look, that's. But look, I want to repeat. It'll be enough to fully vaccinate three hundred Americans. He actually said it twice. <laughs> so okay, obviously he. So means- six hundred million doses. But yeah, is he- enough to inoculate. 300 people okay that, but, now, that's inefficient hey, as long that's as a vaccine that really sucks if you ask me yeah, right true 
Um, <laughs> how many? Hold on. So if you can only vaccinate 300 Americans, yeah, with 600 million doses, how right. many? How many times do you have to keep going back to get shots? Oh, yeah, shots? that's a lot of jabs. For, that's a for lot. Those, those Is it worth Americans, it at that point? They're going to be pin cushions by the end of the... <laughs> Give me the COVID. <laughs> so hold on. As long as there's a Joe Biden, I'd like to say that I am not the worst mathematician on the planet. No, no, no. But, so he's saying that, uh, obviously he's trying to say 300 million Americans. Is he saying that that's the double dose deal? 600 yeah, I guess million so, yeah. doses? Right, yes. That would make sense. It's uh, it's two doses per per person for 300 million Americans. Because he's right? saying fully vaccinated, which would mean yeah, well, double shot, right? So, 600 million doses by summer, which means almost every American mm-hmm. is going to be vaccinated by this summer. That's not possible. I don't think that's possible. Hmm. Is it? Especially when you've got the resistance to the vaccine that we have. You got a lot of, you got millions, at least half of America are saying, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Mm -mm. So you're not going to be, you're not going to be getting those into 300 million Americans. He's closer on the 300 figure. (laughs) And, and, and I can tell you, there's a lot of people that might be convinced that they should get it. That might be backing out now when they do the math and they're going, I am not taking (laughs) 2000 needles to the arm. (laughs) So is that 2000 per person? Uh, Keith math says yes. Okay. So 2,000 times 300, right? That's uh, 600, 600 million. Mm, 600? No. No, it's 600,000. I don't think so. Mm, no. I hate math. Kill me dead. <laughs> so no. if we put the 18 minutes together along with the 7 minutes together, you got 22 minutes. Hold you sell on. it with 8 minutes of ads, you got 30 minutes. Right. There you I go. left off a Z. There we go. Oh, six million. Mm-hmm. And do your show. Mm-hmm. Just go do your show. 20,000 right. jabs. 20,000. 20, my bad. Yes, per person. Per person. Yeah, I left off a zero. Yeah, that sounds better. That sounds more like it. Uh, all right. <laughs> 888-900-3393. Also, uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I, I mean, this guy was so lost during that little speech about the, about the 600 million doses. Uh, you could tell in his eyes. He's completely lost. He's a deer in headlights. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about right now. Mm-mm. I don't know what I'm saying. And uh, I, so I just keep saying summer by summer. This is by midsummer, early early summer in, in, the, in the summer. Well, you, he has no idea what he's talking about, and I think he's reading it from a prompter. Don't didn't they learn? Look is this that. not the same team wow. that he had uh, on the campaign trail? You know, mm-hmm. didn't they learn a lesson about putting numbers in the teleprompter for Joe Biden? Apparently not. They didn't. They didn't sense what we have figured out about Joe he can he can't do numbers don't don't tell him to stand up and talk about numbers because right. that doesn't work and it just doesn't work. have Jen Saki do it or whatever oh I don't know though she's one. pretty bad too yeah, I'll we'll have to circle back on that back one on that one yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but seriously I mean do they not care about this man I uh, no, they don't and, and, and how no, he they looks don't. Because honestly, there may be a thought there, a conspiracy theory. Maybe they want him to look as bad as possible. Maybe, because he did. He there, looked really bad there. might there. be some on his staff. He looked really bad. Are trying to pave the way for President Harris. It's almost like he didn't have his uh, latest dose of uh, whatever whatever pill he's taken for whatever he's got. But his pupils made it look like he did, if that's truly a thing. with the uh, Right, with the uh, big... Yeah. Pupils, thing. yeah, yeah. Like the big dark pupils going on look like he was in full swing. So, <laughs> uh, in fact, speaking of Jen Psaki, um, she had a great answer for a uh, 
nonsensical gender identity question. Oh, oh this is... Or, or it was the other way around. She was asked about the stock market. Because of the GameStop stuff yesterday, right. right? Yeah. And her answer was more like, she was asked about, I don't know, genders. Uh, let's watch this. Um, is the White House concerned about the stock market activity we're seeing around GameStop? Um, and now with some other stocks as well, uh, including the subsidiary or whatever, the, the company that was uh, Blockbuster. Um, and have there been any conversations with the F- SEC about uh, how to proceed? Well, um, I'm also happy to repeat that we have the first female Treasury Secretary and a team that's surrounding her and often questions about market will send to them. What? But our team is, of what? course, our economic team, including Secretary uh. Yellen and others, are monitoring uh, the situation. It's a good reminder, though, that the stock market uh. isn't the only measure of the health of our, econo- of our economy. It doesn't reflect how working and middle class families are doing. Uh, as you all know uh. from covering this, we're in the midst of a K-shaped recovery. America's what? workers are struggling to make ends meet, which is why the president a has introduced K-shaped? this urgent package recovery? to get immediate relief to families. Wow. But Janet Yellen is a woman, in case you were wondering. <laughs> I mean, that's what she led with. It's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, uh, we, I think we've seen. She's going to stick to her talking points no matter what she's asked. And, and then if she can't answer it at all, she's going to circle back to you. I will have to circle back on that one. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. That's rough. Wow. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yep. Uh, welcome. <clears throat> Great to have you with us. Got some tweets here. Uh, Carl tweets. Oh, now the FBI is warning about possible violent demonstrations by those unhappy with the election. So was the warning department on vacation all last summer? (laughs) Apparently, yeah. Yes. (sighs) From Rowdy Introvert, it's only 300 Americans receiving the vaccine by summer because of Biden's America last policy. All other doses are going to other countries. That's a good theory. That does make sense, yeah. Mm -hmm. Circle back on all intensive purposes. (laughs) (laughs) You're just putting all Jen stuff together. Uh, why did why did Democrats want the Senate majority so badly if Biden was just going to be King George III reincarnate? Mm-hmm. Tobin for Pope. Joe Biden is the spirit airlines of politicians. Nobody really needs him. And we're all just watching him flail around, waiting for him to crash at any moment. Boy. From Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Uh, you haven't even pointed out that doubling 400 million is not quite 600 million. Oh, did he say that? I thought he said he, he, you're going to increase by 50%. Let's Watch, see. Let's, let's, let's see it again. We got Biden on the vaccine. We expect these additional 200 million doses to okay. be delivered this summer. And some of it will come as early, begin to come in early summer, but early summer, by, but the mid, by the mid-summer, summer. That are, this are vaccine will be there. Okay. And the <laughs> order, and, 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 and that increases the total vaccine uh-huh. order. Order. In the United States by 50%. By 50%. From 400 million well, I got one right. to yeah. 600 million. Yeah, okay. This is enough vaccine mm-hmm. to fully vaccinate 300 Americans <laughs> by the end of the summer, the beginning say it of again. the fall. Yeah. But we want but, to make, look, that's, but look I want to uh, repeat. Repeat. Be enough to fully vaccinate 300 Americans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he does repeat it. That's great. 
It'll be enough to fully vaccinate 300 Americans with 20,000 shots to the arm. Won't that be fun? That'd be nice. That's right. going to be an experience. Isn't it though? For somebody. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to do it. I've decided against the vaccine now. I don't want 20,000 shots. That puts you over the top? Yeah, that. And is it all in the it. same spot on your arm? Uh, it would be a little sore by the end of it. Uh, yeah, they're going to have to find all kinds of like you're going to be getting shots in the eyeball uh, by the end of it. <laughs> Cuz all your veins will collapse. <laughs> 20,000 shots. Can you imagine that? That would that's too many. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say that's too many vaccination shots. <laughs> yeah. Save, save, save some of those for our pets because uh, mm-hmm. they, they might need it too. Cats and dogs may need their own COVID-19 vaccinations. Stop it. Eventually, pets may need their own COVID-19 vaccines to prevent the coronavirus from evolving even further. Uh, SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, is known to infect a number of animals besides humans, including cats, dogs, minks, tigers, and gorillas. However, at this time, scientists don't think animals play a significant role in spreading the virus to people. And reports of COVID-19 pets uh, in pets uh, is rare. Still, the yeah. authors of a new editorial published on January 25th in the journal Virulence <laughs> say that these animal reservoirs may pose a risk to humans down the road because uh, there is potential for the virus to evolve in those species and then spread back to people. <laughs> I can't. Wow. Can we get more ridiculous? <clears throat> I mean... Yes, you know we can. Yeah, really. Don't even ask the question because it will happen. Not only can we, but they will prove it for you by tomorrow. I, right? I mean, it was... <sighs> when the week began... <sighs> It was one, maybe two masks. We got to three, and now we're giving vaccines to animals. Unbelievable. To stop COVID. Shut up. So asinine. Uh, the mayor of San Francisco, a little upset with the school board. This I found uh, fascinating because even San Francisco's mayor is upset by the fact that the school board in San Francisco has plans for changing the names of schools by April. Okay, they're going to change the names of 44 schools. And they have that plan all set by April. Because they're those are offensive names like Abraham Lincoln and George Washington. But there's no plan by April or by any time to reopen the schools. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. Sure is. <laughs> and frankly, I was stunned that the mayor of San Francisco even noticed it. And not only did he notice it, he's pissed off by it. Wow. How about that? Good for you, London Breed. Good for you. He said, I understand the significance of the name of a school. And a school's name should instill a feeling of pride in every student who walks through the doors, regardless of their race, blah, blah, blah. What I cannot understand is why the school board is advancing a plan to have all these schools renamed by April when there isn't a plan to have our kids back in the classroom by then. I mean, that's that's so true and just absolutely dead on. (laughs) And in city after city, that's the case. They're messing around with other things and will not reopen the schools. They don't even have a plan to reopen the schools. And people are getting pissed off about it. 
Uh, we've got an irate parent yelling at a local school board. Um, this guy starts out very, very calmly. Does he? And then, uh, and then he kind of it intensifies. Virginia. He, this is in Virginia. This is in Virginia. Yeah. Yep. You should all be fired from your day jobs because if your employers knew that you were more infi- inefficient than the, than the DMV, you would be replaced in a heartbeat. I literally just finished a conference call because I'm having to multitask to be here to, to address you guys. You're a bunch of cowards hiding behind our children as an excuse for keeping schools closed. You think you're some sort of martyrs because of the decisions you're making when the statistics do not lie that the vast majority of the population is not at risk from this virus. The garbage workers who pick up my freaking trash (laughs) risk their lives every day more than anyone in this school system. Figure it out (laughs) or get off the podium because you know what? There are people like me and a line of other people out there who will gladly take your seat and figure it out. It's not a high bar. Raise the freaking bar. Wow. How do they respond? Uh, you're about to hear. I'm going to give staff an opportunity to make sure that um, hey. the podium and microphone have been. Please wipe it down ahead of time, please, because we don't want anything to affect us. Your time is finished. Can you please leave? <laughs> so that's their concern. After that, parents. To open the freaking school! Can I ask the deputy to please make sure the gentleman leaves the boardroom? Oh no, were you triggered? Wow. Wow. That's unbelievable. It's happening everywhere. Yeah, it is. And so this impassioned plea, open the schools so our kids can learn again for the love of heaven. They're falling behind. They're a year behind other uh, countries now. They're a year behind. Let's get going here. Reopen the schools. And what they have to say is, um, can somebody wipe down the microphone? Can somebody and he hears it and so he's like yeah because we don't want to get infected and he said wipe it down ahead of time that's what he'll do i love that i love that uh but i mean the frustration is real and it's everywhere can 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 the security remove him from the hall for us that that's their big deal not no response i mean they got nothing to say about what he said they can't respond because they're what is the, what could possibly be the response to that they all know it's true they all know what he said was true and that it's felt by every probably almost every parent in the school district yeah get the kids back in school for the love of heaven come on now we're going on a year here i'm telling you man these, these private schools they they need <sighs> to market their schools as the anti uh hose down school where mm-hmm. your kids can come and learn without sitting around in masks all day right and and having hand sanitizers every two feet yep and still getting to do activities i drove by a school the other day and the kids were running around in the field with masks on all of them so you know it was required are you kidding me it was 72 degrees perfect weather and these poor kids are running around on the field with masks on mm-hmm. if they're in school that's what they're doing if they're even in school, thank you. Mm-hmm. And can we just say the mayor of San Francisco, here's the quote. A school's name should instill a feel. I know this is kind of backtracking, a feeling of pride in every student that walks through its doors because Abraham Lincoln, which is one of the names of the schools on the chopping block, mm-hmm. 
The guy who freed the slaves doesn't instill pride? Right. This world is mad, man. Yeah, because he didn't say enough about uh, about the plight of blacks, I guess, in the time frame they wanted him to. I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is there, but it's, it's just I mean, bizarre. But at least London Breed is saying, right. you know, get him back in school, will you? Get him, let's get a plan here to get him back. Oh, uh, you've got a far-left mayor like that. Mm-hmm. Realizing how absurd this is, yeah, and school districts like these boneheads, like these buffoons in Virginia, who just sit there like stumps after the guy has made this impassioned plea, and the first, the the only thing they can say is, ah, "Can somebody wipe down the backboard, please?" Wipe it down. <laughs> I just can't believe it. I can't. I can't believe it. You know what they need? They need a, a public mm-hmm. relations uh, interpretive dance video. Oh, wouldn't like that be they're good? Doing in Chicago, that might well that would fix it. That would encourage right. people to. Yeah. Uh, do we have the interpretive oh, dance yeah. from yesterday? We'll get that get that ready and. <laughs> oh, no, no, okay, there we yeah. go. Sure. <laughs> now we're getting now back we're, into the classroom. Now we're getting something. We're getting to a really good place here in the school system. I will survive. She's not even a good. They aren't even good dancers. She's all falling off. Ridiculous. <laughs> Make it make sense. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Safety. And so what they're saying through this interpretive dance is, is we're not going back to school. That's what they're saying. Keep our And they're not. And our teachers safe. All right, I can't take anymore. Seriously, we are in hell. <sighs> All right, let me tell you about Omega XL. If uh, you're in pain, um, you know, we're all in pain to a certain extent. Uh, these stories that we hear every day just frankly hurt. (laughs) (laughs) And there's not a lot you can do about that, but there is something you can do about the pain brought on by inflammation. You can go to omegaxl.com slash pat, and this stuff is like an off switch to inflammation. It'll turn off the inflammation, and thus your pain goes away. It's backed by 35 years of clinical research. Omega XL, the omega fatty acids from the pristine waters of New Zealand, and they packaged it into a tiny little gel cap, so easy to swallow, and it's not a drug that you're going to get addicted to, so your, your body won't become reliant on it. It just builds up in your system, eliminates the pain, and you just feel good again. If you've tried pretty much everything, you've tried the topical rubs, you've tried other pain relievers, give this a shot. It could be the key to getting you out of pain and getting your life back. So let's get you started. When you order one Omega XL bottle, you get a second one for free. Visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. And when you buy your first Omega XL bottle, we'll throw in the second for free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat or call Uh, Biden, President Biden has begun staffing his promised commission to reform the Supreme Court. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. And the federal judiciary. An undertaking he vowed in October would go on <clears throat> to address court packing as well as a number of other things. Yeah, we're going to take care of a number of things. You, you know, you keep asking me the, the question about court packing. I'm putting this commission together to find out if we need to do that. Isn't that great? 
The commission, which is to be housed under the purview of the White House Counsel's Office and chaired by Biden campaign lawyer Bob Bauer, is indeed moving ahead with some members uh, having already been selected. Those reportedly added to the commission uh, so far include Christina Rodriguez, a Yale Law School professor. I bet she's just a delight. And a former Deputy Assistant Attorney General in the Obama Justice Department, Caroline Fredrickson. Are they all going to be women? No. The former uh, president of the American Constitution Society, Jack uh, and Go- Jack Goldsmith, a Harvard Law professor, and a former assistant attorney general in the Bush Department of Justice. Mm. Huh. Mm. Politico noted that while Rodriguez's opinions <clears throat> on court reforms are less clear, Fredrickson, Fredrickson, on the other hand, has been rather vocal about her support for ideas like court packing. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is not good. Nope, it is not. Not good. I often point out to people who aren't lawyers that the Supreme Court is not defined as a nine-person body. That's true in the Constitution, and it has changed uh, size. It has changed size many times. Right from five to seven, back to five, back up to seven, then to nine. Back down to seven, back up to... It has never been, ever, in history, never been more than nine people. So don't tell me that you're not packing the court. Don't tell me that the Constitution doesn't mandate that it's just a nine-person panel. It doesn't, but it also doesn't say that there should be 13 so that liberals can overrule anybody that's on the court and we will never have a decent ruling ever again. In U.S. history. You know, you had a scary line early on in that story. I don't know if this story addresses it, but you said federal court overhaul? Yeah. Um, Does that mean, again, I don't know. Does it mean they're going to add district courts? Because that's Congress's purview. Well, they're they're considering, uh, Keith, a number of things. Okay. A number of things. So that could... That's absolutely one of them, I'm sure. I mean, because Trump filled all of those vacancies, and it was pretty fun the other day when a... Trump appointed federal judge stopped the mass deep uh, oh, mass that's release. Right. Yes. Yes. The stop the the uh, the pause on deportation yeah, of the yeah. illegal aliens. So that's that was good because so you that know, was a victory for that's that's one thing we said like on inauguration day is like okay mm-hmm. well Trump put a lot of federal judges in maybe that'll do something well ta-da. and he did yeah so for now but if you're adding courts which mm-hmm. I you know again I'm halfway talking out my butt here but. Congress gets to dictate where the jurisdictions are, how many courts, all that stuff. Well, who controls Congress right now? Mm-hmm. It's Democrats across the board. It's a little mm-hmm. concerning when you say, hey, a federal court overhaul coming. It's more than a little concerning. It's a, it's a lot Ugh. concerning. And you got at least one person on this panel now, on this commission, that is in favor, definitely in favor of court packing. Ugh. Pray. That's what we can do. We can Pray. 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, still lots more coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here uh, from Leslie Phelps. Goodness, the new press secretary makes you wish Kaylee McEnany was still there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kaylee McEnany's boss. <laughs> As well. Yeah. Let's circle back to Kaylee. <laughs> I'm okay with that. And her boss. 
Could we circle back to him too? Uh, DMX DM, what is a K-shaped recovery? It's a really good question. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that before. Never so heard I, of it. I looked this up because I keep hearing that. Jen Psaki, Joe <laughs> Biden. And so so you've got you've got two sectors basically. The um the technology sector mm-hmm. and the hospitality sector. And then COVID comes and we both tank, right? Mm-hmm. And so the technology and, and stuff like that, that recovers. And then what you got here, I feel like I should say boom, like John Madden. Then the rest of us stay down here. Uh, and so does, that looks like a K to you, right? It really doesn't look like a K. It doesn't no, look I like a K at all. not describe that as no, a K. No, no. And I think it's more appropriate mm-hmm. as this is us mm-hmm. and this is them, as in the politicians who have mm-hmm. not missed a paycheck right. during this entire pandemic but it doesn't even look like a k no i don't understand ridiculous at least make that make sense Mm -hmm. no they can't (laughs) amy what's your face i just looked it up and cats and dogs can contract contract uh some of the strains of the flu just like humans Mm. and it's unknown if they can spread it to humans oh wow why haven't we been vaccinating them against the flu all this time it's a good question Mm -hmm. hail steelworks if primitive animals need their own vaccine, will Jeffy be part of the trials process? Which line does he get in? <laughs> uh, Adam Lawrence, don't you think it's quite odd that they list cats and dogs and minks and gorillas and tigers that can spread COVID-19, yet they didn't mention anything about bats? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, from That's Just Bougie. Oh, and while they're at it, I want my property taxes back. Full refund. No school, no need for taxes. Thank you. Yes. These schools are closed. You should. That's what needs to happen. Give me back my property tax. Yes, please. I'm all about that. That would help a lot. These school boards, people need to be lining up outside, especially, you know, where these schools are closed down and say, Mm. what? What what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll give you ten percent of my uh, property taxes to pay for, you know, keeping the building, you know, on. Mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. but you don't need the rest of this. Here's how crazy these people are, though. Here's another toe the line or be destroyed example. Um, HBO Max's 2021 strategy so far uh, has relied heavily on making old things new again. Uh, it announced it was reviving Sex in the City uh, without Samantha, I guess, followed by reports of a Game of Thrones spinoff series. But the latest that they're talking about is one, and <laughs> the author of the article says, is one that should definitely be left alone Harry Potter. One could argue this is what streamers were always going to do. Streaming services promise access to their vast catalogs making it easier to develop new stories for the franchises you already love blah 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 but the while the entertainment industry was undergoing seismic shifts last year so was the wizarding world as little as three years ago a new tv series uh would have been greeted with enthusiasm by harry potter heads an incredibly loyal fandom that began to change in 2019 after Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald opened to less than stellar buzz, despite increasing evidence that actor Johnny Depp had abused his wife, both Warner Brothers and J.K. Rowling defended him. How dare they? Hmm. How dare they? Meanwhile, there were rumors that Rowling was becoming more reactionary and exclusionary in her beliefs, which were increasingly anti-trans. 
It wasn't until last summer that Rowling really made her anti-transgender feelings clear when she released a lengthy screed on her website outlining her fears of trans activism. For a woman who made billions using the written word, it was a shockingly unreadable piece full of pseudo-scientific nonsense to dress up her undeniable bigotry. <laughs> really? Pseudo-scientific? You know what she said? She said that there are two genders. There's women and there there's men. And so... Uh, <laughs> that's a screed. Yeah, that's a, uh, it's just so anti-trans, isn't it? That's so anti-trans. She also said... What she really said, I think, that pissed him off the most is that men can't have periods. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you yeah. just said it too. Well, I'm just quoting her. But you know, I know you're I no better. Have, I, context I, really? does not matter, Doesn't dude. Doesn't matter? No, sir. Shoot. Corby? Darn it. Dump it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, she said that that uh, men can't have periods and that uh, men can't have babies. And uh, I think that really pissed him off. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you've just dumped that pseudo-scientific this. stuff yeah, pissed him off dump dump the last five minutes of this this rant from him so ridiculous so I, I, you're not supposed to have a harry potter spinoff or a series uh that streams on on anybody's property now because jk rowling yes isn't rolling over and playing dead for the trans activists wow what a world man i mean we've talked about this before jk rowling is very liberal Really, really super gay friendly. Um, in fact, as I mentioned, after the book came out, you know, after the whole series was done, she tried to tell everybody that the Dumbledore was gay. Remember that? Hmm. And that uh, was was she also trying to say that that uh, Weasley, Ron Weasley, was gay? Whoa. Or no, I don't like know something. Be. There were there were a couple of different things along the way that uh, you're like, wait, what? No, no, I don't. But for sure, the Dumbledore thing. Okay. Um, he was supposedly gay the whole time. Well, it serves her right for ripping off Larry Potter at the uh, Food Lion. Oh, right, in Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> That's back in the right. Day. Forgot about that. <laughs> you know, J.K. Rowling probably wouldn't agree with us on anything except that there's two genders and men can't have periods. But sorry, not good enough. Not good enough, JK. You must be in lockstep with the left, with the extreme radical leftists on everything, or you got to be drummed out of society and we can't watch anything you do. We're going to absolutely destroy your livelihood. I know, a little too late because you've sold about $5 billion worth of books, uh, but you can't, you can't sell anything from here on out. I'm sorry. We just we can't, uh, we can't allow it. Unless you unless you go back, well, no, it's too late because we, we don't accept a, a, you're sorry either. That's not good enough either. So it's just over for J.K. Rowling. Sorry. No, actually, I'm not even sorry. Well, you're not. No, no. Wait, hold on. so you're not. Up, no, update. not sorry. He's not sorry. Just so, like Reese's. Uh, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, it just you you can't appease these people either. There's there's no appeasement. There's no apology that's acceptable. Uh, and if you don't agree with them on every single issue, sorry, canceled. You're canceled. Uh, there's no getting along with them. It's uh, to them. It's us or them. And, and they want it to be them, obviously. 
Also, there's a new bill out that would uh, ban federally funded privacy invasions, revealing who's gotten the COVID vaccine. Republican Andy Biggs of Arizona introduced a bill in the House of Reps that would prohibit the federal government from funding the collection of information about COVID-19 vaccine recipients. I'm extremely concerned that the Biden administration, working closely with totalitarian regimes across our nation, will leverage this historic vaccine in order to dismantle people's privacy yet again. All Americans should be able to choose to take this vaccine with no fear of government or public-private partnership reprisals and monitoring. The bill comes as some businesses, corporations, and others have floated the idea of mandating the vaccine in exchange for their services. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We knew that was coming. Mm -hmm. If passed, this legislation seeks to ensure Americans' privacy and prohibit the government from, uh, from financing any attempt... To maintain a database of or collect information that can be used to identify an individual who has received the COVID vaccine. Somebody's probably already working on that, <clears throat> no question. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Biggs introduced the new legislation in conjunction with a bill that bars the federal government from funding mask or vaccine mandates, a response to the draconian mandates and exploitation of emergency orders by bureaucrats. So this bill is trying to keep your vaccination records, which would mm-hmm. be in the hands of the federal government, thank you, Obamacare machine, that would then transfer to private businesses to keep you out of their business. Exactly. And Andy Biggs is trying to prevent that partnership because you know if there's a government that's going to do it, it's going to be the Biden administration. No doubt about it. Because who's going to stop them? Hopefully this bill will, but uh, it's going to be tough to get it passed. Is there the word That's shall the anywhere in that bill? Because no, they didn't put shall in it because shall automatically eliminates right. the bill. That makes it opposite day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yippers. <laughs> Good stuff. We've definitely noticed that. Also, uh, Biden considering allocating COVID-19 funds to climate change programs now. <laughs> Make it stop. You yeah. know, because the climate change is a crisis. Uh, we heard that mm-hmm. uh, from John Kerry again yesterday. And from Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. The plan would reallocate part of the Federal Emergency Management Agency's FEMA's overall disaster budget to project uh, to projects designed to preemptively address damage from climate disasters. I mean, stop it. The agency wants to build seawalls and elevate or relocate homes in floodplains with reallocated funds. Okay. So FEMA is going to go to the beaches in like Miami or in New Orleans or uh, along the coast in Texas and rebuild people's homes in, yeah. away from the water? Or, or seawalls or any kind of uh, water <sighs> mitigation things around the coast. Because when your small business is going under because you've been forced to close for a year due to the pandemic, you, you would, you'd be better off with a seawall. Than, than help paying your rent. Mm-hmm. Who's with me? Oh, I think everybody's with you. I think everybody's with you. Oh. I mean, listen to what John Kerry had to say yesterday about this climate change thing. We'll hear the message that, that the takeaway to them is that they are seeing an end to their livelihoods. Uh, what, what do you say to them, particularly those people who... Oh, who pause it for a second. Homes. And this, this involves... The whole climate change nonsense about shutting down Keystone Pipeline okay. and and putting 11,000 people out of work. And what about the fossil fuel drilling in Anwar and elsewhere? So, 
He's shutting down the oil industry is what he's doing. Right. And here's what Kerry says about it. Struck a chord with on the campaign trail when he promised to save their jobs. What is your message to them right now? And also to the oil industry executives who are listening, are you putting them on notice today? Well, we didn't come here to put anybody on notice except to the seriousness of uh, President Biden's intent to uh, do what needs to be done to deal with this crisis. And this it crisis. Is crisis. It, and it is a crisis. Um, oh, it, it, with it is. With respect to uh, those workers, no, wow. <laughs> no two people are more uh, in this room are more concerned about it. And the president mm-hmm. of the United States has expressed in every comment he has made about uh, climate mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. need to... Uh, grow the, the new jobs that pay the, better, that are cleaner. Job. That I mean, you know, you look at the consequences cleaner. of black lung for a miner, for instance, and measure right. that against the fastest growing job in the United States before COVID was solar power technician. The same people can do those jobs, but the choice of doing Pause the for solar power. Yeah, I uh, I looked into uh, those jobs. Oh, okay. Last night after after I heard John talking about how. Uh, the the number one job was solar powered technicians, and it really was. The the number one job before COVID nineteen kicked in was installing, I guess, solar panels, solar power into businesses and homes and businesses. Uh, the pay scale on that thirty thousand to sixty thousand. The jobs that we're talking about on the Keystone pipeline and drilling. In Anwar, okay, about a hundred thousand per year and up. Oh my! Uh, so don't tell me, oh D- don't my. tell me that they're better paying jobs because they're just not. They're not b- better paying jobs. That's just garbage. And, and keep in mind, this guy doesn't work. Okay, this guy, right? It, right. It, 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 he's married to an heiress, effectively. Catch up. Yes, yes. <laughs> The Hyde's family uh, supports pretty much my lifestyle right now. Let's see what else John had to say about climate change yesterday. Our one now is a better choice. A better choice. Similarly, uh, you have mm-hmm. uh, the second fastest growing job pre-COVID was wind turbine technician. Mm. This is happening. 75%, 70% of all the electricity that's come online in the United States in the last few years came from renewables. Not you know, coal plants have been closing over the last 20 years. Uh, why? So, uh, what President Biden wants to do is make sure those folks have better choices, that they have alternatives, that they can be the people who go to work to make the solar panels. They were making them here at home. That is going to be a particular focus of the uh, Build Back Better agenda. Oh, oh, there it is. And, There's and the Build Back I, Better I think agenda. That, that unfortunately, workers... <laughs> have been fed a false narrative. A false narrative. Right, for the last few years. Right, that's right. They've been fed uh, the notion that somehow dealing with climate (laughs) is coming at their expense. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, What's happening to them is happening because of other market forces already taking place. Right, that's right, John. And and what the the financiers, uh, the big banks, the Uh asset managers, Uh private investors, venture capital are all discovering is there's a lot of money to be made in the creation of these new jobs in these sectors. Up to $30,000 so a year. Wow. That is yeah. going to come. Whether it is uh, Imagine. Uh, geothermal heat. All right, whatever, I've, I've heard enough from John. <laughs> I can't take anymore. Ah. But imagine. Imagine the possibility of making $30,000 a year. 
It's thrilling, isn't it? But I thrilling. I'd, I'd rather make a hundred thousand. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, because that's too many trips to the bank, Keith. <laughs> too many trips. Oh, and I'm burning fossil fuels that's on those right. drives. Yeah, that's right. I'd like to point out that uh, South Dakota, who relies heavily on the oil industry, mm-hmm. has three uh, percent unemployment right now. So obviously, those are good-paying jobs. Wow. And it's th- their unemployment rate is lower now than before the pandemic. You want to see somebody that's doing it? Amazing. Christy Noem, run for president, please. Yeah, uh, I'm good with that. Absolutely fine with but, that. But, I mean, that, that, this they can get a different job. Yeah. Uh, oh, just sh- go from the oil field and make it a hundred grand to uh, installing solar panels at $30,000 a year. What's the problem? Get a different job. Maybe you get two or three jobs to make up for the, the pay loss. I don't have that That's kind all. of time or energy. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, these Maybe people you, are... you install solar panels and wind turbines. I mean, you, you combine the top two jobs before the COVID-19. Uh-huh. And you just become an installer of solar panels and wind turbines. Okay, but now I'm working... And you're making $60,000 a year. And I'm working 20 hours a day now. Right, that's right. And you need just one more job to get you close to where you used to be with one. Can I just marry a ketchup queen? <laughs> if you can find one, of course you can. Oh. I've already locked up the Heinz people. Maybe you look to Hunts. Oh, that's that ketchup sucks, though. Let's be honest. How about fancy? What about the fancy people? Don't like it. <laughs> I mean, th- these people are elite. It's it's among elite. It's unbelievable. It's seriously. Uh, just to listen to them is, if that was President Trump, and they were telling him that look at these jobs you're replacing are not high paying jobs, and and they're not replacing salaries. And he was saying, well, just get a different job. Can you imagine the garbage that would be coming down on him? And yet, Kerry said all that yesterday. Nobody cares. Not a peep about it from CNN. They don't care. It's perfectly fine. Don't you remember during the Bush administration when the unemployment rate was low and people like Pelosi were saying... McDonald's jobs. Thank you. Mm -hmm. McDonald's jobs, sure. Mm -hmm. That's their policy now. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right, if you're trying to sell your home, Or maybe you're trying to buy and sell uh, because you're relocating to a new area. You need a realtor you can really trust. That's where realestateagentsitrust.com comes in. Um, These are people who are fans of the show. You're going to have a lot in common with them. They're people who have great marketing plans and great track records. And they've sold homes for a long time. They really know the market. And if you're looking to sell your home for the most money... Uh, you're going to need some really good advice now because trends change all the time, and they've really kind of changed since I bought my house. Uh, And so you want to know about those things, and you want to know about whether or not people want you to paint your home a different color or redo a bathroom or, you know, new install new countertops in the kitchen. Whatever the case may be, they can help you get there. And whether or not you're going to get your money out of that sort of investment in your home so, realestateagentsitrust.com. It's really the place to go. The name says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the blades. Some tweets here. Uh, spoiling duck. A K-shaped recovery is communism. See with a K. Uh, Tampa Ken tweets, so time for states to claim claim back their land from the feds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, capped, capped shame. 
Transgenderism is proof science is a lie. Uh, hail Steelworks. Seawalls? I thought walls didn't work. <laughs> nice. And from intents and purposes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little confusing for me, for me anyway as to why John Kerry is the climate czar. Uh, because he looks like a fossil to me. <laughs> see, what, see what they did there? I do. That was good. Yeah. Saying he's old. Saying he's old. That's what he's saying. Definitely. That's what they're saying right there. Is John Kerry is old. And he is, but I don't believe he's as old as the newly elected president of the United States, uh, Joe Biden. Well, who is? Very few people. I mean, there's Jeffy. Yeah. I think that's right. your list right there. Right. Isn't Jeffy's birthday coming up soon? Yes, it is. Is it tomorrow? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, Jeffy. Yeah, I, well, we can say that to him tomorrow. I'll forget. Actually. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about the San Francisco schools. Uh, the this the mayor of San Francisco, London Breed, is a little hacked off at the San Francisco school system because they have chosen to prioritize changing the names of schools by April over getting the schools open by April. There's no plan for that. And a few of the schools that they're renaming, there's 44 of them. Uh, one of them is Abraham Lincoln High School. I, I, I don't know what their problem is with the Emancipation Proclamation founder. <laughs> I mean... He's, he's white. Come on now. Um, Mission High School was named after Mission Dolores. I don't know who that is, but I don't know what Mission did to deserve the fact that they got to change it. What did George Washington... Well, okay, George Washington, slave owner. Mm-hmm. Um, Everett Middle School, named after Edward Everett, an American statesman. I mean, that guy's divisive. I don't know he how is, he pissed them off. Right, that's very polarizing. I love figure. this one. Roosevelt Middle School. It was named after, obviously, well, either Theodore or Franklin. We don't know which. <laughs> we just got to change it because <laughs> they were white. Franklin, and they were white, yeah. Can you believe they have a Herbert can't. Hoover Middle School? No, That's got to be the only one out there. Uh, Paul Revere, K through eight. I don't know why they're pissed at Paul Revere. The Alamo N Elementary. What? Oh. What's the problem with that? Also, Bryant Elementary. It was named after author Edwin Bryant. I don't know much about Edward. Mm-hmm. But what they should do is just pretend it was named after Kobe. Yeah. Just pretend like it was Kobe Bryant. Oh, they'll change it. And then it. you won't change that, right? You'd never change that. No. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three more. Pack Ray Unleashed. Coming up. Pat Gray. Uh, There are some people who think an alien life form just did a drive-by of our solar system. Okay, I'm on. You know that big, long cylindrical thing? That when it it goes end over end and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it acts in a way... That leads some to believe, not very many, I don't think, but some, that it's not naturally occurring. That it's being controlled or it was, you know, developed by somebody Okay, to move that way. Somebody not of our solar system. So somebody <clears throat> in who knows where, another Interstellar galaxy. space somewhere. He's got yeah. like a, a joystick or a keypad <laughs> yes. or something. In there. Yes, and they sent this probe. It's kind of like the probe. It looks like the probe from Star Trek Four where the probe comes back to Earth and tries to find the uh, uh, the whales. Yeah. 
again, you know, okay. sends out that signal. Yeah. Looks like that. Oh. Yeah. It looks just like that, in fact, almost. I mean, it's kind of uncanny. The the thing Star Trek predicted, just uh, really amazing. Anyway, there's a couple of astronomers. One of them, um, the chairman of the astronomy, astronomy department at Harvard and a research associate, published a paper in the highly prestigious Astrophysical Journal Letters, arguing that humans may have discovered the first alien technology in the form of the mysterious object. They call it Umuamua. Uh, All right. Umuamua. Work on that one. It's Hawaiian. Oh, I see. Uh, and it streaked through the solar system this past fall. So uh, it's kind of cool because... This particular uh, astrophysicist who was raised with a philosophical bent on a farm in Israel, he's the son of refugees from the Holocaust and war-torn Europe, one of the more imaginative and articulate scientists around. He writes frequently for Scientific American and uh, does papers on a wide range of subjects from cosmology to black holes to the desirability of inspecting exoplanet atmospheres for signs of industrial pollution or even nuclear war. Because that would mean there's beings there, right? Mm -hmm. Intelligent beings there. So he's the chair of the Black Hole Initiative at Harvard and the chair of the Scientific Advisory Committee for Breakthrough Starshot, which is an ambitious scheme to send tiny probes to Alpha Centauri. Have you ever heard of this? I've never heard of this Mm -mm. uh, scheme. But he is the author of this scheme to send tiny probes to Alpha Centauri propelled to one-fifth the speed of light by lasers shining on light sails. I've never heard of that technology, but apparently it theoretically exists, if not literally exists, but it can propel an object to one-fifth the speed of light? You know how fast that is? One-fifth the speed of light would be... Light travels at 186,000 miles. Per second. So that's 670 million miles an hour. Mm. So one-fifth the speed of light would be 134 million miles per hour. You could be to Jupiter in a couple of hours. You could be to Mars in less than an hour. This is the kind of space travel that would be uh, pretty cool. What this is what SpaceX though? needs right here. Yeah. They need to talk to this guy about these probes he sent into Alpha Centauri and figure out how to propel our spacecrafts like that. Yeah, but how fast can you go before your body starts disintegrating? Uh, yeah, and I don't, I don't know if it's your body so much as the vehicle around your body, which, yeah, uh, you have to, I don't know, you're going to have to develop some new kind of metals probably in order to to uh, stand up to that kind of speed, but I suppose. We, yeah, I don't know. What we said yesterday, at least, you know, there are people smarter than us thinking about this stuff. Yes, so do it. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. Fix it. Let's get going here. I'm tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of the four-day trip to the moon. Come on. Right, four days? That should be a couple minutes to the moon. Right? And at 130 million miles an hour, it would be a couple, it's like a minute and a half to the moon. But, you know, that is cool. We think about you know, how fast we can fly around the planet in a plane. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know, 100 years ago, 130 years ago, they were still in 
you know, uh, wagons. Right. Trying to cross mountains and taking forever. Yeah. Hopefully it won't be too long before we're looking at air travel here in that same vein. That's what I'm hoping. <clears throat> That's what I'm Will hoping. we be around yeah. to see it, though? I don't know. And how do you build know. all this under a Marxist regime? You don't. <clears throat> yeah, you don't. Now, you think Biden's got any sort of grand scheme of things like that? Do you, that he's got a plan to explore space no he would say well we got good crisis we got a climate crisis going on here yeah his grand plan every day is getting up and making it to the bathroom (gasps) 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 mr president that was a direct quote from him that was a quote yeah what shall we do today mr president (gasps) again more executive orders A country. Indeed. Yeah. What a country. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And of course today is the healthcare thing. They're fixing the healthcare situation. Good. So, so maybe the maybe <clears throat> the cure for cancer is today then. Maybe, yeah, that'd be that great. Would, I can see that why they be, were holding. I mean, okay. I can wait, you know, five days into the administration before he cures cancer. That's fine. Uh, but don't come back to me and tell me you don't have a cure for cancer at the end of this term because he's he promised. He promised. I mean, there's no two ways about this. You can't say, oh, he meant this. I mean, he flat out promised it. I promise you. Uh, I promise you. If I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes uh-huh. America is we're going to cure cancer. Oh, <clears throat> okay. Well, good. <clears throat> there you go. All right. Uh, so they're curing uh, COVID with the vaccine, I guess. And, uh, and then they're going to cure cancer. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm all about that. It's a, it's a- Let's do it. It's a week two priority, apparently, <laughs> curing apparently. cancer. Apparently. Uh, by the way, UK's COVID death toll uh, is now higher, supposedly, than the Great Plague, AIDS, and the Blitz combined. Mm. The UK has reached a grim milestone where it's, uh, I just mentioned what it, how high it is. <laughs> Uh, the total has now reached above 100,000 in Great Britain. So that number is also worse than every single terror attack and war since 1945, they say. And uh, Boris Johnson just made the big announcement that, yeah, we're going to be locked down until the end of March. Sorry. Sorry about that. But, yeah, we're going to be locked down until the end of March. <laughs> so... Good luck in Great Britain. Boy, that sounds Good luck like... with your economy. <clears throat> Speaking of which, nearly 20% of American renters, thanks to shutdowns and thanks to uh, loss of employment, 20% of American renters are behind on payments. Mm-mm. 20%. Um, about 10 million people in the U.S. are behind on their monthly payments as of early January, according to the Urban Institute analysis. Well, John Kerry just said, Jeez. just get another job. Right. Yeah, it's not that hard. Just right. get another job. And, and Biden's going to, like we said right. earlier, he's going to take that money from COVID relief and put it into stuff like seawalls and, and getting houses up <clears throat> higher near the ocean. So you'll be fine. Then it's going to be fixed. going to be fixed. Right? Mm-hmm. And, of course, the other thing that, uh, pr- that Biden is going to fix is uh, our unity here in the country. And about one in five Americans have confidence that Biden can unify the country, according to a new poll. That's 20% of us think he can unify. Oh, it's actually 22%, so it's a little higher than one in five. 
just ever so slightly higher than one in five. Uh, 24% remain highly skeptical. Count me among those. Uh, 35% they have say they have a good amount of confidence Biden could unite the country, and 19% said they had not so much confidence. <laughs> Every move he's made has divided us. Every move. Oh, you don't like his executive orders? No, I don't. Oh, really? His no, really. Yeah. 24 in the first week, which right. is far more than Obama, who had only five. Yeah, and Bush had, was it Bush that had none? I think it was Bush that had none in his first week. Hmm. I think Obama had, did you just say five? Yes. So Obama had five. Clinton had, I don't know, some minuscule number as well. Yeah, they were all... And they were all way... I mean, you could combine all of them. Yeah. And it didn't get anywhere near the amount of executive orders he's had already. Let's... Yeah, I'm trying to figure this out here. I just saw a thing flash up here. Okay, here we go. Trump, four. Obama, five. George W., zero. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, two. George Sr., one. Reagan, zero. Carter, one. Oh, all my gosh. first week... Biden, 24. My gosh. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. They have been lying in wait with these executive orders, and the old man just sits there and goes, no, what's it? so who do I make this one out to? Oh, this one's going to be out to green energy. Okay, well, very good. What else we got here? And remind me what it was he said once upon a time, you know, way, way, way back when he talked about the dictatorial nature of executive orders. Are you talking about way, way back three back. months ago? Yeah. I don't way. Know. I have a strange yeah. notion. We are a democracy. Some of my no, Republican friends not. and some of my Democratic friends even occasionally uh-huh. say, well, if you can't get the votes by executive order, you're going to do something. Things you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. We're a democracy. <laughs> we need <laughs> consensus. Yeah, we're not a democracy, but we do need a consensus. Uh, we are a republic. Gosh, would somebody please educate these idiots? Are we these anymore? Buffoons. <laughs> educate them! We're not a democracy! <laughs> of course, they know it. They know it. There's a reason they're doing it, and it's to get you used to the word so that when we make the switch over to democratic socialism, you're okay with it. You're, you're fine with that. So even his friends were, were telling him, look, just do it through executive order. And he said, hey, no. No, that's the dictatorial way to do it. So what does he do? The dictatorial way to do this. Again, how do you do that three months later? I mean, it is only three months later since he said that. What have we been saying for a year plus? He's an empty vessel, man. Yeah. He's the tool that the far left is using. He is a tool, that's for sure. He's definitely a tool. He's a tool. Full stop. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, yes. Oh He's a tool. Goodness. Full stop. Full stop. Done. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about Built Bar because these things are delicious. And uh, let's say that you're like we are at work all day and uh, you don't feel like leaving work for an hour to go get lunch somewhere. Hmm. These are a great way to go. I, I love to just grab a Built Bar and they're delicious, and they're only 110 to 160 calories. Plus, they've got six, 16 to 20 grams of protein in each of these bars. They fill you up. They make you, uh, they're, they're, they give you some protein. Yeah. You've got some energy for the rest of the day. Take away that mid-morning hunger pangs. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they taste better than 
your your favorite candy bar. Uh, we've got this new flavor that's really, really good. That it's a chocolate chip cookie bar uh, or cookie dough. Chocolate chip cookie dough. Um, but I really love the caramel brownie, too. But there's also cookies and cream, coconut almond, raspberry, peanut butter, mint brownie, just to name a few. All of them covered in 100% chocolate. All of them really delicious. Candy bars haven't evolved in over 100 years, but Built Bar has. So give it a try. If you want to eat healthier uh, this year, Built Bar can go a long way toward helping you keep that resolution. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code PAT20 to get 20% off your next order. Promo code PAT20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, somebody on Twitter took uh, Jeffy's COVID tests via anal swab headline and uh, <laughs> added a little something to it. China oh. China has rolled out the anal swab coronavirus test, saying it's more accurate than than the throat method. And uh, oh, look at there! There's our so, uh, new so our our new health lady. assistant or whatever she is. A lady. Uh, she's, she's a lady. She's all about it though. She's all she likes it. Oh my! Oh no. <laughs> Please don't do this. That's good. All right, that's great. Uh, She's lovely too. She's so, I mean, absolutely gorgeous. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, at what point does our fawning over her become harassment or, you know, male chauvinism? The way we just, she's a hottie. Yeah. I mean, what, Ra- are, you, what are you supposed Levine. to do though when they look that beautiful? <laughs> what are you supposed to do? I mean, I would. can't stop no. looking at her. Right. Uh, the Netherlands is on the brink of civil war. Yeah, they're sick and tired of the uh, lockdowns <clears throat> over there. You talk about Britain extending till March, mm-hmm. end of March, and uh, the Netherlands has had enough. Anti-lockdown protesters in the Netherlands set fires, looted stores, wow. and fought with cops for a third consecutive night of rioting after a strict curfew was imposed. Wow. With uh, the mayor warning the nation... Was on our way to civil war. Oh wow! You never think that when you think, think just a docile country there in Europe. Well, ah, yeah, we're good. We're cool. Yeah, and they're not taking this lying down. At least 184 people were arrested during Monday night's ongoing riots, as at least 10 cops were injured as police in some cities fought back with water cannons and tear gas. So far, rioters have struck in at least 20 cities and towns across the Netherlands. Wow! Since Saturday when the nation was forced into its first curfew since World War II. Ooh. Because of COVID? Jeez. Wow. Uh, wow. People are sick and tired of it. The, uh, the mayor of Eindhoven. I love Eindhoven, the Netherlands. Like Don't what, you? What's your favorite um, trait of Eindhoven? Eindhoven. Eindhoven. Uh, just the you know, general beauty of it well let's i mean let's be specific as long as we're it's not often we get a chance to focus on eindhoven city in the netherlands according to google no that's true one of the towns hardest hit by the riots uh called the completely anarchist mobs the scum of the earth how dare they how dare they do that how dare they call them scum wow they talk about freedom and dictatorship but in the meantime they're demolishing the shops and the station here 
setting fires to cop to cars and uh, police officers at the station. Hmm. We're on our way to civil war, he warned. Wow. So so it's not just here. I mean, it's not just us that's sick of this now. So They're sick of it in the Netherlands now, too. And they're acting like Antifa. Uh, yeah. Because, Sounds like it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. And so, I mean, you don't need me to tell you that mm. 37% of the uh, residents there in Eindhoven uh, identify as Roman Catholic. No, I didn't mm-hmm. need you to tell me that. Oh, I knew that. Oh, this would this is interesting. Forty five percent have no religious affiliation whatsoever. In Eindhoven. In Eindhoven. Again, yeah. I'm sorry to. Not a super religious person. No. People, uh, are they the Eindhoveners? <laughs> no. No. Uh. Uh-uh, not. <laughs> not super religious in all of Europe, as a matter of fact. I think you'll find that forty five percent number, uh, pretty consistent throughout the entire continent. Uh, as a matter of fact. Hmm. Uh, but also a Canadian health official is talking about uh, about crowd gatherings in her country. Oh. Yes, hi. Uh, I'm asking a question today about the varying numbers of crowd <laughs> sizes that have been applied across provinces. A boot. Uh, in Canada, we're getting questions about it. Why is it five in Ontario and 50 here? Crowd and size. are we looking at uh, reducing the sizes given that people keep breaking that? Hmm. Yeah, so we also had that discussion on our special advisory committee uh, call on Sunday uh, across the country. And, you know, it really mm-hmm. is about... A boot. Um, <laughs> it really is a boot. Right now, right now, all gatherings are off the table. We're oh, all in oh, that oh, place oh. where any time we get together with mm-hmm. more than our household members or our families, we're putting ourselves at risk. And particularly if we're mm-hmm. going to be in contact with people who are older or more likely to have severe illness. Sure. So when when I talk about 50, that's for <laughs> uh, you know mass gatherings, for events, for things that now. are happening in the community. Uh-huh. And I, I am reticent to go. The, none of these are, are based on, on uh-huh. scientific evidence. Whoa, There's thank you. Evidence in Whoa, the, thank um, you. That, there, some modeling that Alberta has done that shows Whoa. that 18, if you have 18, less than 18, your probability of having a, a case may be less. And so they went with mm-hmm. 15. But the bottom line is yeah. none yeah. of this really is based on science then why are you doing it then why are you doing it you see the mindlessness here (laughs) has she been replaced yet uh not that i know of no i don't think so i mean this is what we're talking about though this is they have told us that there's no science behind any of this she even just admitted it this is why you have riots in the netherlands right now because yes. they know none of this is based in science and they're sick and tired of their right. lives being negatively affected by just random numbers and it's why so many americans are so irritated and done with the masking and the social distancing and all the nonsense that we hear every day because there really is very little if any science involved in any of it. How many masks are we up to now that we should be wearing? At least three. At le- okay, so At a minimum of three. Three. Okay, yes. what, what, if, what if you want to be extra safe, though? I mean... And you want to do at least... I like to go with 30. I like to go with 30 masks. At a time? At a time. What yeah. doesn't that restrict 30. your breathing, though? A, a little bit. bit. Okay. A bit. I can only do it for 30 seconds at it a time. Shows how much then you... I have to run out of the oh, store I and see. breathe, and then I can go back and do a little shopping. Such an inconvenient way to <laughs> shop. <laughs> it really is. Honestly, we are, a, if Saturday Night Live would get a hold of this, right? Uh-huh. We are one Saturday Night Live bit away 
from Americans saying, screw this. Yeah. Except, I'm done. Except SNL will That's never the touch problem. this. That's They'll the never problem. Because it. it's, it's, it's the progressive way. All the progressives are on board with it. Yeah. yeah. And, keep doing it to us. We, we love it. And they're calling the mask wearing. Like, if you slip it below your nose, that's the new man spreading. Yeah. Stop it. What if you're a woman who does that? <laughs> then what happens? Don't know. My wife does that all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, just tell her to take mm-hmm. it off completely. I mean, just. That's what I said. You might as well just take it off. You're going to pull it down below your nose. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where you breathe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, 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 you know, uh, it's a double standard, too. I can't take it. With the politicians, man. Yeah, it is. It, it, you know, Biden on Sunday was roaming around D.C., going out to delis and church mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Does any of this resonate with people? Like the complete and total hypocrisy? No, I don't know. I really don't. And look how it's affected our children. Look at this. Look at this child. Is a little girl. I think she. It's a little girl, right? Yeah, she's a sweetheart. Uh, in this era of COVID, looking around to try to sanitize uh, her hands. Okay. Check this out. Okay, she thinks everything is hand sanitizer now. That's. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, this is... Okay, these I are mean, all electrical outlets, I would like to point out. Please be careful, child. <laughs> all right. I don't know what that is. I mean... But that's... I mean, look at... She's been watching. Now she has. And now everything's a hand sanitizer to her. A light on the ground is... Okay. Oh, look, And there's one. actually one. Okay. You can step on it. You can step step on it, child. Step it is, on the platform. It is cute, but it also tells you what we've been doing to our kids. Yeah. Neuroses now. And the fact that, you know, we talked about this earlier with the schools being closed and they're not being with their friends and they can't, they can't hang out together. They can't, they can't learn in person. They can't interact with each other. And uh, they're really struggling. Teens Many are, are really struggling. and committing suicide at alarming yeah. rates now. Yep. Who could have seen this coming? I don't know. Everybody. Everybody. What a tragic time to be a child. Really hard. It really is. All right. Well, we've had some fun today, haven't we? It's just uh, really, really fun. Yeah. yeah just a keeps, rough note to end on. Keeps getting more fun. How about fun. the kitten on the counter? Do we have time to, yeah. to wash Show our brains out with that real quick? If we could just... Look, he's going to try to get okay. on the counter. Watch this. Here we go. Here we go. Uh. Oh, that didn't really work, did it? All right. See you tomorrow.